Welcome to Classic Reviews, it's an entertainment talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 5 Episode 4, which is for Night of the Living Dead. Uh, Night of the Living Dead is a 1968 American independent horror film written, directed, uh, photographed and edited by one George A. Romero. Co-written by uh, John Russo and starring um, Dwayne Jones... Judith Odea. The story follows seven people who are trapped in a rural uh, farmhouse in western Pennsylvania, which is under attack, um, sorry, under assaults or attack by a enlarging group of cannibalistic undead ghouls. Uh, let's get into my uh, impressions of this first of all, and my kind of my, my my expectations and that kind of thing. Um, I, it, it worked out in the end, but I did put my expectations fairly high for this. I had heard over and over again over over the years, whatever, um, about how this was kind of you know this was this was the birth of zombie films, really, and this kind of started off the franchise and started the trend and and that kind of thing. And obviously, George A. Romero himself is the one responsible for uh, creating this whole thing. Basically, uh, so I went in thinking like, okay, I, I went in knowing, okay, 1968, this film's going to look really old. Like, it's going to look pretty old. Uh, I don't actually think it looked that bad. I mean, I do think visually, most of the most of the look of this film is helped by the black and white, um, obviously, thing that we've got going on here, which is, which is quite good. But no, I thought it held up relatively well. Obviously, there's some, like, effects, and there's some fight scenes, and there's some... Uh, uh, fighting that doesn't quite sort of match up, but again, I know that obviously that's because you know films are very very different from 1968 to 2021. So I I, I went in knowing knowing that, but yeah, my expectations were relatively high, <clears throat> just just because I knew the pedigree here, and I knew kind of what I was what I was getting into. But uh, this film exceeded my expectations. I thought it was really really good. I've got a lot of respect and appreciation for this film i really really do i mean i've been calling myself for years a big zombie fan but i haven't actually seen this film up until now which i've now corrected um i've watched many uh tv shows and films zombie related i've played a few zombie games and that kind of thing um and i've just grown more and more into enjoying that type of genre the, the, the zombie genre if you will um, I mean, the, the, one of the main reasons I even like the zombie genre is this idea of survival. Um, you've got the, it, it, and it is quite a basic idea, but I still really enjoy it. Just this fundamental idea of, let's say somebody's in a building, in this, in this film it's the farmhouse. What have they got that they can use? What can they look for? Where can they go? Um, what have they got on them already? Where are the zombies? Um... How can they kind of protect themselves? And ulti- ulti- the ultimate question of what are they going to do? Are they going to try to use this weapon, that weapon? Are they going to try and get in a car? Are they going to try and board the the windows up like they did in this film? Um, what are they going to try and do? And, you know, when new survivors come into the picture, can you trust them? Can you not? What have they got? What can they do? What's their backstory? Can you trust them? It all kind of combines into that idea for me anyway of the idea of survival how are you going to get out of this situation where are you where can you go what can you use uh and especially when you get to things like guns which we do see a rifle used in this in this film how many bullets have you got do you want to spare them if you've got like a big horde of 
uh, zombies or ghouls as they're, as they're kind of called in this film uh, do you bother shooting like a bunch of a couple of them or do you just kind of run away and uh, I really liked how this film handled that I really really liked it quite a lot now you do have a good mix of like survivors in this film who are a little bit uh, not quite as good as some of the other characters in terms of their survival techniques uh, but obviously you've got the pretty much the main guy here and uh, he's quite good at what he's what he's doing I mean he's the last one to survive in this film I will have spoilers in this podcast by the way because you know it's a classic reviews podcast and this is also a film from 1968 I'm probably the last person to watch this film <laughs> it feels like uh, most most other people that I've talked to in my life have said that they've see, seen this film so I feel like I'm kind of the last one to watch it but uh, I do think this film's quite tragic as well and this this does kind of lean on the question a little bit of because uh, this guy who survives until the end of the film um, he survives he kills like a good few of the I'm just I'm still going to call them zombies I know they're kind of referred to as like ghouls or whatever or like flesh eating monsters and that kind of thing but I'm still going to call them zombies um he survives, he gets through all this last wave of, uh, like, ev- everyone kind of turning in the house, and, uh, the young girl that turns, and then the, the man who kind of betrayed him, and then the woman, and she couldn't, like, get away from her daughter and stuff, he deals with all that, and then the thing that kills him in the end is the humans, because uh, one of the questions that's always been raised in any kind of zombie story is the humans are almost more of a threat than what the zombies are, and I've I've always agreed with that, for the for the most part, I mean, there's parts where you you'd argue against that, but for the most part, I've agreed with that, um, because to me, when it comes to a zombie story, obviously, it's more of a fact of like, okay, people are going to be challenging you for your resources, and can you trust them? Can you not? That that kind of thing, and the zombies are actually just the they're they're just the obstacle in the way they're the they're the thing that has caused you know the fall of civilization or whatever and caused people to question like what's going on and you know has this person turned or whatever um and this film handles that really really well really well as well so i i really enjoyed it i've just got i i don't know i've just as somebody who's really enjoyed zombie content a lot over the last few years and that i've really got a lot of appreciation and respect to this uh for, for this film so Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts 
You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month, so one TV show or film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show uh, so kind of moving on from my initial impressions a bit, which my my initial impressions is I, I really, really enjoyed this film. A lot of respect and, and appreciation for it and everything, which I've kind of talked about. Uh, of course, George A. Romero, we've got to talk about the guy himself, um, did pass away. It's got written here um, in 2017. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, died in J- July seventh, uh, July sixteenth, sorry, twenty seventeen. Was born in nineteen forty, and of course went on to pretty much make this film. You know, is the, the director, as as I said at the start, uh, written, directed, photographed, and edited by George A. Romero. It's where the idea of zombies come from, pretty much. Um, so I uh, really, really enjoyed seeing seeing his work in this as well. Uh, one thing I kind of want to jump to straight away is uh, the the type of ghouls or zombies that we got here now these are the the smarter version of zombies because you've got li- lots of different types haven't you you've got ones that are referred to as walkers which is the walking dead type of zombies the ones that shamble around they don't like try to open doors or anything like with, with, with a walker they're more likely to stumble through a window and happen to get in as opposed to actually trying to break it uh, you've got the ones that run and things like that, like runners from Last of Us or uh, like the zombies from films like World War Z as well. Uh, then you've got um, what I would call kind of, I don't know if these the, the, the zombies in this film have got an official name, but they're kind of what I would call like smart walkers where they, they still do shamble around and all that. They still do walk very slowly. They, they don't like run after you or whatever. But these, it's interesting really when I look at the first season of The Walking Dead. Uh, which was showrun by uh, Frank Darabont, who I think was the the first and the second season of Walking Dead. Um, and then, of course, uh, Glenn Mazzara took over. It, it was either in season two or season three that Glenn, Glenn Mazzara took over. But one of the ideas that was given to Walking Dead early on in season one, uh, which was obviously borrowed from this film, is the idea of these walkers that can, you know, rattle door handles, they can, like, pick up bricks and start smashing things, or I saw a couple of zombies in this film pick up, like, um, like, table legs and that kind of thing, or sort of these, these big, big, like, wooden planks and that kind of thing, and try and smash their way through, you know, a a door or a window or something. I really, really like that idea a lot. I don't think that that breaks the idea of a walker, because other than them actually trying to smash things, because you see them smash, um... Things the lights on on one of the vans on one of the cars in in this film. I really like the idea because it just gives them that extra little bit of intelligence, and again, it brings into the challenge kind of thing of survival. Because once you start to realise that these, because because in this film they're just learning about what these things actually do and why they exist. Uh, the radiation um, angle for this film is is very interesting. I'll, I'll get into that in a second. But, um, yeah, you've still got the fundamental idea of these things are going to shamble around after you. Some of them will be a little bit quicker than others, but none of them were, like, sprinting in this film. I know you've got the one at the start of the film, which is kind of like... 
walking like fast walking kind of thing i, I wouldn't call that running or sprinting because uh, if you look at like a runner from last of us that's well a, a runner so um it, it no there wasn't any of them like that in this film so that was that was quite interesting but yeah you had you even had scenes where like i think one of the characters went out to uh burn a couple of these um zombies and then as as he was trying to see what he was doing um like one of the, one of them smashed the the car light thing um and then like he couldn't see and stuff so that that just bring again it brings around a really interesting challenge as well and uh, i just really really like that so um yeah the kind of tragic angle that i talked about something that, oh no i want to go to the, the radiation thing next because i said i'll talk about that in a second uh very interesting um it's interesting when you look at the um like the world view of the story here and you've got this like i don't know is he a sheriff or something uh the guy who's kind of in charge of this town or whatever and they're, they're doing these interviews very typical kind of politician thing when you see them they're walking through the streets and that and walking through the roads and that and there's like three or four reporters that are asking them about like oh do you think this radiation is because there was like a plane crash or something like that i think that they said and like oh is this connected and one of the guys is like yeah yeah we think it's connected and one of the other guys is like no you, you're not supposed to say anything very typical kind of politician thing going on there where it's like okay we'll we'll, we'll answer the question in the in the most vague way possible and then just walk off and get in the car but then there was you know the one guy in there he was answering the questions and he was like yeah it is tied into the into the radiation and you could see the other politician was just trying to sort of get out there get out of the the situation because they're uh, obviously trying to interview them and that uh, which is still what politicians do now i mean that you'll ask them questions about anything they'll give you the most vague answer possible like oh we're we're working on it or we'll do the best thing that we can because uh, one of them i think there was like three or four of the politician guys and uh, one of them was repeatedly saying like, oh, you know, we, we, we're doing the best of what we can. And it's like, yeah, okay, sure. Um, you do see them obviously later on. Um, but yeah, ra radiation, I don't know, it's an interesting angle because there's never really been, I mean, with, with lots of different zombie stories, you've always had different kind of reasons and that. Uh, some of which in stories never really properly get explained. Um, but uh, I've, I've always found the, okay, what could the virus what could have caused the virus kind of kind of angle as well which i think is quite good i do like what um there's that show called the kingdom on netflix which i really really like and uh they've they've got i'm not going to spoil what the reason is for the the actual virus and how they kind of try to get around to solving it because that'll be spoilers for that show but uh they've got some interesting um answers to that as well that's why i like i remember somebody asked me before on our walking dead podcast they said okay does matt want more like walking dead it's not me wanting more walking dead stories i like to have different different perspectives on different zombie stories and like okay what type of zombies are they going to choose what's going to be the cause for the radiation where's it going to be set what's the kind of law going to be for this and uh, i just like i like getting different versions of different stories so it's not me wanting more of the same type of zombie story i uh, i want different angles and different writers and different people to kind of give their own perspective because there's no kind of right or wrong thing at the end of the day because it's it's just about what angle of the story you want to tell and i like what they do here with the with the radiation kind of angle with the film as well so i thought that was pretty good uh yeah the tragedy thing here of course uh the guy survives um the main guy well I, i'm going to kind of call in the main character i know we didn't see um i do actually have the plot listed here uh let me go to the bottom um 
yeah, Ben is his name. Ben emerges from the cellar. Uh, he is shot and killed when they make they mistake him for a ghoul. His body is thrown onto the bonfire and buried with the rest of the ghouls as well. Um, yeah, it's it's really tragic because he survives everybody and he kills that. Well, doesn't actually he doesn't actually kill the young woman, does he? He kind of throws her onto the, the sofa or whatever, or the, the the young girl. He kind of throws her onto the sofa to get her out of the way. Um, and then goes downstairs and kills the other two as well. Uh, Ben takes, um, where he shoots Harry and Helen's remaining, uh, reanimating corpses. Um, I want to talk about, obviously, Ben himself. No, not Ben himself. Harry, in a minute, because obviously he plays a big part in this as well. Uh, but yeah, he goes through all them, all them, uh, zombies and then they they just they all they do is see him through the window and they're like oh yeah that's probably that's probably another one let's just shoot him and it's unlucky for him but the bullet is just straight into his head uh i found that really quite tragic and it's that that really goes to credit this film um where because he wasn't the only death i found kind of tragic i think um barbara her death is his is kind of tragic as well but that just goes to show like if i'm watching a film that was from 68 um and it's 2021, and that film can, I mean, it wasn't, like, tearing up or whatever, but it was kind of like, oh, damn, that's that's really sad and tragic. Like, if a film from that long ago can affect me in that way and make me, make me feel something, because it wasn't as if they died, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Because uh, I've, I've always said, I've been saying for, for months and months and months at this point, that if you are invested in characters in any kind of media of entertainment, and they die, and you feel bad about it, and you feel like, ah, oh, damn, I, I, you know, you, you, you're bummed out that that character's gone. That's a good thing, because um, if if a character that you've died's cared about, and you're like, oh, well, okay, then, well, well, you, you, you're, they, your your investment wasn't really rewarded by the um, nature of that character's death. But yeah, it kind of like I was just, ah, oh, damn, that's, you know, it it, it was really kind of. Uh, kind of sad i mean i don't know which death is is uh more sad i think that maybe because you've got kind of like with with barbara she sees um oh, what was his name uh barbara recovers from uh um tries to help out ben yeah johnny which is which was her brother i think pulled her through the window because you've got two different situations of bad luck there right she gets out of her like it says it says here catatonic state I guess we'll call it that. There's lots of different ways you can describe the state that she was in. Um, she kind of breaks out of that. Tries to sort of board up the windows and stuff. And obviously um, Ben is trying to do it as well. And then she sees uh, Johnny in on the other side of the window. She just kind of freezes and pauses. Which is kind of tragic as well. I think with Ben's death. is more. It's almost more. It's more unlucky than tragic. Um... Because for Barbara seeing Johnny at the end, it's like, oh, she she has the realisation that, like, okay, he is dead. Uh, and she kind of pauses and freezes. With Ben, it was like he worked his way through all those walkers and everything. Walkers. He walked his... That's a walking dead habit. Um, he worked his way through all those zombies and then gets killed by a human person. You know, one of the threats. And it's interesting with um, uh, Harry... And him kind of being being a big threat towards uh, Ben as well does does just show like he he dealt pretty well uh, Ben in this film dealt pretty well with uh, zombies but it was the humans that caused him the most trouble with um, Henry uh, with Harry sorry and with the uh, the other politician guy or whatever uh, I'll I'll call him that because whatever um, 
But he just... It, it's interesting because you, you look at that scene where he gets shot at the end. And... You think like, okay, they they obviously didn't even look at him properly. Because one thing, he's got a quite a long gun that he's holding. You know, the, this big rifle. It's not as if he's holding a small little pistol or something and you can't quite see it. Like, sure, these ghouls or, or zombies or whatever. Sure, they hold like, you know, table legs and bricks and planks of wood and things like that. But that was a gun. They clearly just saw him. They saw that he wasn't part of the group. Just assumed that he was turned into a ghoul and just shot him. Uh, but it's that kind of like bang it's done kind of thing that's that's really tragic it's not as if like he gets shot in the shoulder or shot in the chest and he's slowly bleeding out and calling for for help it's just bang and it's done um and then they throw him onto the fire which is which is really tragic so i don't know that's that's what i took away from the end which was just a bunch of uh bad luck for for ben there so uh but overall i really really the, the more i'm talking about this film and the more i'm thinking about it the more i enjoyed it i think it's, it's going to be one of them films that kind of you know when you finish watching something or maybe playing something or even reading something and you kind of you're left thinking about it afterwards which which is a really good thing because that means that uh, it's something that's kind of sticking around in your mind uh, and the more I'm talking about it the more I'm kind of thinking about the different consequences of things and these kind of tragic character deaths the more and more I, I did like it which is which is really really good so um so yeah, uh, I mean, what do I want to talk about with the other characters? Um, yeah, you had the car explosion. Let me see if I can find that in the in the recap. Um, right, Ben, Tom, and Judy. Yeah, those were the characters that went out, weren't they? Uh, ben, Tom, and Judy uh, drive to an nearby gas pump, holding the ghouls off. Ghouls, I love that word. <laughs> with torches and Molotov cocktails. However, the gas pump spills. Um, and causes the truck to catch fire and explode, um, killing Tom and Judy basically straight away. Uh, they both just get burned with it and, and kind of blown up with it. Um, killing Tom and Judy. Ben runs back to the house on his own. Held them ghouls off really, really well. I mean, I like there's a particular tactic that he used. Now, I talked about survival earlier in this podcast. And um, different people's... Uh, What's it like the way that they get the way the, the way that they get themselves out of situations and he's got like them surrounded i mean they kind of to use a video game term spawn out of nowhere um because there's like 30 or 50 of them around him but uh, there's a particular thing that he does right they're all in front of him he kind of waves his torch a little bit to make space in the middle you then see him do this like 180 degree turn while he's spinning around and using the the uh, flame from this torch to get them off of him, I really like that. I thought that was really good because I was kind of thinking like, okay, if you can just break out through the middle, because you're not going to go round them, you're going to have to kind of go through them because they were starting to get round his left and right side quite a bit. So I was like, okay, you can't really go around them. You've got to go through them, and there's way too many of them to shoot. I talked about, I talked earlier about, uh, you know, when you've got big hordes of these. Uh, zombies and things you can't just start shooting them because you're just going to run out of ammo um i was like okay you're going to have to work through them how are you going to do that okay you've got fire you can do that sort of like left to right wave kind of thing with the fire where you can kind of make space in the middle um i thought that was really good i really enjoyed that so um it's just yeah he makes his way through all of that and then just gets shot in the head it's it's so bad uh it's so tragic <laughs> but uh yeah um yeah the deaths of um now I wasn't quite so attached to Tom and Judy, the ones that die in the car, but it's still like, oh, 
that, 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 that like because you can kind of see it happening a little bit because obviously the the back of the truck catches on fire and Tom's just trying to drive away, um, and then she's trying to get out of the car. Judy's trying to get out of the car, and um, it just it's done. It's over. So yeah, because they kind of the politician people, which is what I'll continue to call them. <laughs> They kind of, uh, they see, I think they see the same van or car or whatever, um, later on, don't they? And they're like, oh, somebody must have had a barbecue or something. So, I don't know, good film though, really good film, I really did enjoy it. Yes, it's obviously outdated with its, you know, uh, effects and fight scenes. Do you know what I really liked, actually? A touch that I really appreciated. When, um... Ben and Harry are fighting, Ben comes back to the house, this is after the, the car's blown up, actually... Um, yeah, so after that happens, he gets back, and, uh, Harry decides he's not gonna let Ben in. He he manages to, like, literally kick the door down, and then they they board the door back up, and then, or they board the thing back up, and then he starts punching punching him, and you can hear the, like, psh, psh, (laughs) I thought that was really good. I really like that, uh, because that's kind of a sound effect that they used in some of these older films, uh, it's almost kind of like a comic booky sort of thing, isn't it? Because uh, you look at certain comic books where you see the like, bam, uh, smack, pow, that those sorts of things. It kind of kind of makes me think about that a little bit because it it's almost like a um, and like a filmed version of that. Because instead of you having like bam and pow pop up on the screen, you've got the sound effects of it. So uh, yeah, I, I I again I appreciate those little sort of like old film sort of touches. Um, that was good. But uh, I think that's pretty much everything I want to talk about. Um, I, I just yeah, I like the way that they set up the world here. I like their um, their exploration of what zombies are and calling them ghouls and kind of all the little uh, radio messages and things that I really like, like the the television broadcast and stuff and uh, people's tactics throughout this. And they they was using like Molotov cocktails and things and. I thought that was quite good. Uh, just a f- just a few tra- a few tragic accidents that kind of like tip the scales, really. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a shame, but I really really enjoyed this film anyway. I really liked it, and uh, I hope that it's one that I continue to think about because um, I thought it was great. Uh, one thing I did, one last thing I do want to talk about. Um, of course, I give my appreciation of uh, George A. Romero here. Rest in peace. Um, I thought the pacing here was was quite good. Nineteen minutes, I think ninety five minutes or something. Uh, really, really good. Uh, I really liked the the pacing of this film. You got certain like slow build up kind of scenes, and you got your action scenes as well. Uh, but I thought the pacing here was was relatively good. So, yeah. Anyway, that's all I've got to say for Night of the Living Dead. Glad I watched it. Really glad I had the experience. Um, sure, it looks old. It it sounds old, and the effects are old. But you can't blame. A film for that when it's from 19... Uh, was it 1968? Let me scroll to the top. 68, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 1968. So you, you can't blame a film that's that old for being, like, out of date or whatever. So, but uh, I think it holds up great. I really do. I enjoyed it. So, anyway, what did you think of uh, Night of the Living Dead? Assuming, because I'm probably the last person on the planet who's seen it. <laughs> I feel like I am, anyway. Uh, but if you've seen Night of the Living Dead, hopefully that you have. Uh, what did you think of it? Did you like it as much as me? Did you did you dislike it? Um, what did you think of the whole kind of tragic angle of it? With, like, the humans in the end being more deadly than the, than the ghouls. Because they're the ones that get Ben in the end. Uh, which is which is a big shame. 
So uh, let me know your thoughts anyway on the film. Uh, George A. Romero and Zombies and everything else that I mentioned. Um, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org. Twitter eTalkUK. There's contact page and information in your show notes. Um, yeah. This, the, I, th- I think. I mean we're early in the season. I've still got. One, two, three, four, five. Six more things to, to podcast on. Because uh, this is episode four. Yes. Episode four. Um, but I think this is probably going to be near the top of the season 5 rankings for classic review season 5 so we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes uh but in the meantime <clears throat> if you want to find everything else that we do it's on entertainmenttalk.org tv video games films and manchester united podcast so check all that out uh if you like what you've heard and you want to support more of it you can do that as well the patreon page one dollar three dollar level tiers uh for ad free podcast and review options um, word of mouth you can simply tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feed the content that we've got social media you can do the same thing Facebook, Twitter different Facebook groups whatever you'd like to use just tell them either to go to entertainmenttalk.org or to search for Entertainment Talk on the favourite podcast platform uh, TV and film news you can get your up to date reliable TV and film news on uh, Geektown geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio uh, on Tuesdays look out for those Beck streams daily at the moment over on Twitch Trista Bites Trista B-Y-T-E-S uh, go and have a look for her over there and give her a follow. You can also find me streaming sometimes on Twitch as well, eTalkUK, for that. Uh, so have a look out for those. Uh, thanks for listening. Really enjoyed this film. And I'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>